Welcome to the Laser Therapy Institute weekly podcast, the world's first podcast about medical laser therapy for healthcare providers. Each week, we discuss the latest research, interviews with experts, and how laser therapy can enhance your practice. Now, here is the founder of LTI and your host, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Hello, and welcome back to Laser Therapy Institute's weekly podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Today, we're diving back into the research. We're going to be talking about a systematic review here that was published in 2017 in the European Journal of Physical and Rehabilitation Medicine. The title of the paper is Effects of Low-Level Laser Therapy on Pain in Patients with Musculoskeletal Disorders, and it is a systematic review and meta-analysis. This is a pretty great review. What they did with this one is they went back only five years and they took studies that focused on pain specifically with only musculoskeletal problems, uh, issues with the knee, the wrist, the shoulder, the back. And they said, does laser actually help with relieving pain? So I'm, I'm going to read you the conclusions right off, and then we'll dig into what some of this data means. So the conclusions say that laser is an effective treatment modality to reduce pain in adult patients with musculoskeletal disorders. That's part one. Here's part two. Adherence to Walt dosage recommendations seems to enhance treatment effectiveness. Now, if you're not familiar with Walt, Walt stands for the World Association of Photobiomodulation Therapy, formerly World Association of Laser Therapy. And so those that's kind of the, the institution that is supposed to make recommendations uh, for the use of laser therapy and dosing and things like that. Uh, those recommendations are generally between 4 and 10 joules per centimeter squared for tissues. Um, but there's an issue with this conclusion and some of what the researchers have found in this particular article. What I want to do is go through a little bit on laser and how it works for pain first. And then I want to talk to you about dosing. Because this is a question that I get a lot. How do I know what kind of dosing to use? How much power? How long? How big of an area do I cover? Things like that. Um, and there are recommendations out there. I encourage you to go to the, the Walt website and, and look at those. Again, you're going to find that most conditions that they have recommendations for are between that 4 to 10 joules per centimeter squared. If you don't know how to calculate that, um, get a hold of us. I can give you some little bit of a shortcut on how to figure out what your dosage is, but uh, we're not going to focus on that for this podcast. I want to talk first then about laser uh, and and working with musculoskeletal pain. Now, musculoskeletal disorders uh, often produce pain. We're talking sprain, strain, uh, fracture, connective tissue tearing anything like that and and that's what this re review was all about was taking those musculoskeletal disorders and figuring out if laser therapy actually works for pain it does and and they say here that you know laser refers to a non-invasive phototherapy or photobiomodulation that uses photons at a non-thermal irradiance to stimulate biological activity and it's been classified as a safe and a non-invasive treatment modality so especially if you're in a medical medication free or low medication type practice if you're in the physical medicine uh, realm you know talking about chiropractic or PT being able to add in modalities that are safe and non-invasive is really important as long as they actually work and uh, 
what this research shows was a total of 21 studies over the last uh, over five years between 2012-2017. Um, multiple different types of studies that were included, not only studies on the knee, uh, but also on the spine, uh, and very focused on, you know, was pain relieved. All of these studies were either sham or placebo controlled with laser versus that placebo, or there were studies comparing usual therapy to usual therapy plus laser. So, um, you know, that's one of the criticisms that you'll hear and that I hear especially is that, uh, you know, all oh, this laser research is it's just a bunch of placebos. Well, if you've heard any of our breakdowns, you know a lot of these studies are placebo controlled. So we're, we're eliminating uh, that factor. And that's all these researchers collected were sham controlled or usual therapy compared to usual therapy plus laser. And so out of those 21 studies, 17 of them uh, favored laser for pain relief, whereas four reported no beneficial effects of laser on pain. None of them indicated any risk. All right, no, no significant side effects or adverse events were noted. Uh, no one got, none of the studies showed pain getting worse with laser. It's just 17 of the 21 studies absolutely showed good results with pain, and then four of them didn't really show any results at all. The researchers do go on to say that some of the studies that they looked at did follow those WALT guidelines, the World Association of Laser Therapy guidelines. Uh, the rest of them did not. Now, remember in the conclusions I read to you at the top, the researcher said, look, adhering to the WALT dosage recommendation seems to enhance treatment effectiveness. However, we've got a little problem here because they say that, yet they go on to later in the paper say, you know, the difference between the groups that adhered to the guidelines and the groups that did not uh, was not statistically significant. So they do go to try and explain that, you know, that um, you, can, you can measure pain a little bit differently or you could find uh, a different way to, to evaluate those numbers and, and try to assign them some level of relevance. But ultimately, there was no statistically significant difference between laser within those those guidelines and laser outside of those guidelines. Now, I'm not telling you you need to stick by the guidelines. I'm not telling you you should not stick by the guidelines. The guidelines are there uh, to give you some form of guidance. That's what guidelines do. However, I think it's important to say that this is where you really, if you're looking at research, you need to get into the research. Because if you just read the abstract on this particular paper, you come away with the idea that, hey, if I'm going to do the best treatments possible, I better stick with WALT guidelines. Whereas when you really get into it, this paper doesn't really support that particular statement. It wasn't statistically significant. What I think this does point out is that laser is better than not laser. And so even if maybe you don't have the best machine, even if you don't have the best protocols, you should still be utilizing laser within that musculoskeletal realm because it's going to be helpful to some degree. Now, do you want to get really great results reliably with your laser? Do you want to have, you know, be really at the top of your game? Great. Talk to us about what you can use for the best machines. Talk to us about the best protocols. But my point with saying all this 
is that some laser is better than no laser. You're better off to be doing something for your patients with laser than nothing at all. Because at the very worst, very worst, is that they won't get anything out of it. That's the very worst case. You're not going to see patients getting worse by doing laser therapy on them. You will be helping them, even if it's only a little bit. Again, if you've got questions on what type of machines are best or what protocols uh, have been clinically shown to be very effective, be able to drive certain tissue effects, get a hold of us. We'll help you wade through that. But this review, I think, is pretty special. Again, they really say that laser therapy is effective in these musculoskeletal disorders. And there's no real particular difference between the knee, the shoulder, the back, the wrist, all of those disorder locations, those anatomical locations where there was pain, they all did very well. Um, and then further, you know, the, the differences in dosing really didn't make a statistically significant change. A lot of, a lot of uh, people got good pain relief there. But that is something that they do point out, is that, you know, there's some problems with laser therapy and laser therapy research today because of the mechanisms of laser not being all that well understood, making it kind of difficult to design some of these studies. And then the complexity, and I'm quoting from the article here, the complexity of the appropriated parameter selection before each treatment session, saying basically that it's hard to know what to do. You get the patient in front of you there, what exactly do you do uh, for treatment at that point? So we need a couple of things. We need to better understand the mechanisms of laser, and researchers are hard at work learning more about how laser interacts in the cell so that we can better understand how to get more and better research, and we can use this in practice uh, more efficiently. But we need better, more standardized care plans and protocols and equipment out there too. And that's going to lead us to more efficient and more consistent results with patients. And if you're a practitioner in the field, that's what you want to see. You want to see your patients getting better. You want to be able to predict the ones that will do well with laser and the ones that maybe it's not the best thing for them. Maybe it's not a good solution. So if you need help with that, if you want to learn more about this, uh, head over to our website, lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you want a copy of this paper, shoot us an email. We'll get that to you. You can contact us, info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. But let us know. We love talking laser. We do it all day. And uh, we're going to be doing it again this time next week. So thanks for joining us. Subscribe now to keep learning about the growing field of laser therapy. Check out our patient-focused podcast, Healing at the Speed of Light, a great resource for your patients. For massive practice growth and improved patient outcomes, become a certified Laser Therapy Institute clinic. Learn how at lasertherapyinstitute.org.